Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's Cage Freaks here. And I just wanted to talk about the uh, Cowboy Cerrone and Conor McGregor fight before it gets too far in the in the past, basically. Yeah, so um, what I noticed, like, right off the bat, like, McGregor threw, threw his best shot, like, right off the bat, like, the, his left hand. Like, he threw it. Soon as he came out, and I believe that was because of like his like his ring rust and the time away he's been from the cage, like all that had to play a factor into that because everybody knows like you don't throw your best shot right off the bat, so yeah, and uh Donald Cerrone ducked underneath it, and it looked like he could have got a he could have got a a take like a partial take like a partial takedown. He could have he could have maybe got one if he would have drove more into it, but he didn't. Like McGregor, like capitalized on it and just started shoulder striking him to death. Like it was insane. Like I seen John Jones do that before, but like I never seen him do it with that kind of with that kind of power behind it. Like it was it was almost like a punch the way he was throwing his shoulder. So. I mean, hats off to Connor, like, for being out that long, coming off the Khabib loss, and coming back like that, and and getting a spectacular win like that. Like, props goes to him for that. Um, but the thing, the thing I like the most is because, like, right after I watched the fight, like, I was like, dang, like, uh, like he he's definitely like rusty because of him throwing his his best shot right off the bat. But, like, he acknowledged that in the post-fight press conference that he did that. And uh, and he knew that he shouldn't have done that, but that was contributed to to the ring rust that he has. And he acknowledged that. So, like, like he, he's, a very, he's a very smart fighter. So, like, I was like, wow. Like, he didn't even have to go back and watch the tape or anything. Like, he just already knew what he needed to work on. So, I mean, yeah, but... I don't, I don't, I seen where Dana White saying that he wants McGregor to fight the winner of uh, Habib and uh, Tony Ferguson, but I think McGregor should take it slow, like how he wants to, like to build his, basically like to build back up, because like he's been away for so long, like he hasn't like fought consistently at MMA in a while, so I mean like, to me like it would be good if he fights like like maybe maybe Justin Gagey or Nate Diaz three again, like that way, like he can get like more rounds in and yeah, just like be more comfortable with being in the octagon again and get back to his old self. Like when he fought when he fought Habib the first time, like as soon as he came out, like I could tell, like it wasn't the same McGregor. Like he was like real flat footed, like. His his uh shot selection was off. Like it wasn't as like crisp as before. Like when he fought Eddie Alvarez, like that was like prime McGregor right there. Like me personally, I believe if the McGregor that fought Eddie Alvarez, that McGregor would beat Habib. And I mean that's just my opinion, but just just his shot selection was off the in the first fight. When he fought Habib, so like I feel like if he if he like tightens that up and like 
shakes off the ring rust and just get more rounds in the octagon, then I think he'll do better the next time he fights to be. But, I mean, only time will tell because, like I said, like Dana White's basically trying to rush it, which, I mean, from a businessman standpoint, I see why because it's a lot of money to be made. Like, I just seen Saudi Arabia offer them uh, $100 million to do the Habib and McGregor fight there in Saudi Arabia, which that's a lot of money. Like being for an uh for a, a MMA event period, like that's a lot of money. Without doing like cross promotional, like boxing, a boxer versus an MMA guy. So, I mean, I see I see why Dana White wants to rush it, but I mean, in the long run, I think like he should let McGregor like get the rounds in that he needs so he can get back to his old self. Which to me that makes the most sense for him. But yeah, but um, but yeah, and then uh, basically just to touch on uh, Donald Cerrone, like <clears throat> I like Donald Cerrone a lot, but to me, like every time he gets to like a big, big fight, like he just he does he does not perform well. Like I mean, like granted, like yeah, like McGregor came out like a like a freight train. Like he just like you could tell like. The way McGregor was throwing, like, he threw, like, everything he had into every shot. Like, he was not messing around. But the thing about that is, is uh, if he does that, <clears throat> if he does that against, like, a, let's say a guy that's not coming off of uh, two knockouts in a row, and, like, they happen to survive that, then, like, he's going to be in trouble in the later rounds with his gas tank. By throwing all this, by throwing everything he has into every shot like that, like, like that's why I say like he needs to, he needs to just like, like work his way back up, so he can get used to fighting in the octagon again. But yeah, but yeah, but Donald Cerrone, um, I, I believe like he he just needs to he needs to take some time off, and uh, and just regroup and. I mean, like, at this point in his career, like, like, not to sound disrespectful because I like Donald Cerrone a lot, but at this point, he's basically just like a gatekeeper now for the 170 division. Like, I mean, this is third knockout in a row. Like, well, not knockout, but TKO, but still, like, same thing. Like, it's not, like, when you start getting three in a row like that, like, it's it's time to start thinking of maybe retirement or, taking a long period of time off to basically like heal up properly and yeah he has a son and all of that so I mean like it's right now the best thing for him to do is just just to recover basically but yeah well I didn't I didn't want to make this first episode too long like I just wanted to touch up on uh what I seen in the fight like what I took away from it and yeah, and and sorry if uh like if if I if I sound sick, I mean I am sick, but I just wanted to get my first my first episode out the way before yeah before like the McGregor and Donna Cerrone fight was too far into the past to even like talk about it. So yeah, with that being said, like um uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and wrap this uh, this first episode up. Like, I hope you guys enjoy it. Follow me on uh, Instagram at Cage Freaks. And yeah, and uh I'll follow back and there'll be more there'll be more episodes coming. Like I've actually got uh two other people involved with uh the Cage Freaks podcast, but they're not here right now, but we're gonna try to start doing them like after each event. Like right after the fight, so while everything is still fresh, like we can just go ahead and break it down and talk about it and what we took away from it. So yeah, so stay tuned for more and uh I appreciate you guys tuning in and have a blessed day, everybody. Take care.